Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink fun fact listeners actually not so fun fact did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blue Land set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this. blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, Housewives of True Crime on this lovely Monday morning. What a deal. Brought to you straight from the Havasu closet. And the I'm in a closet too, you see? Oh, yeah. Look at this. I brought my studio with me down to uh, Lake Havasu, Arizona for the weekend. Such dedication. And let me tell you, people are already... Okay, so it's obviously... Fourth of July weekend. Fourth of July weekend. Not Fourth of July yet. So happy Fourth of July passed for all of you guys. Hopefully everybody was safe. I'll tell you something. People in Arizona are not safe with their fireworks. No. Last night... These kids were next door. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. 
The people next door to us were having like a party uh-huh. and smoking a lot of pot. Yeah. Like a massive amount where I was just inhaling their pot fumes, uh-huh. which is great. You know, I don't have to pay for it and I get stoned anyways. Yeah. But my question is, if they have COVID and I'm breathing oh. in their pot fumes. Well, for one, I think it's really stupid to smoke pot because everybody, you can just buy edibles now. I think they're so much better. I know. I think smoking is bad for your lungs. Yes. People like it still though. Sometimes I think, but I'm with you. Stinky. Well, it was definitely much more efficient ways to get high. Okay. Two, I don't know about that smoke thing. Did you not Google it? I'm sure you did. Well, I was with Lindsay. Who's ER doctor? Oh, she's a doctor. So. <laughs> yeah. So what'd she say? She's like, it's fine. We're very You're far insane. away from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, well, listen, Lindsay, if we all get COVID. You're pretty lucky that I'm not going to blame you for bringing it to me now because I'll blame these <laughs> oh next door neighbors. Lindsay is going to ditch you and a friend in a hot minute. She's like, oh my God, I'm such a, first I have to do her freaking podcast. I know. Then I'm responsible for every, I'm liable for every medical sentiment I, I know, I that comes like, out of my mouth. I even made her bring her like ear thing so that she could look in Colton's ear this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's not getting off the hook for anything. <laughs> no, she's a great friend to have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So these guys were lighting off these massive fireworks, you know, like the ones that go in the air and blow up like you go see on the, you know, at the park. Yeah. Listen, I I'm. I'm with it. I mean, it's like I'm with the like light off your own fireworks, whatever. But I just don't get all the first of all, people start lighting them off when it's not even dark yet. I don't get it. You're, are you just like 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 my dog when I walk in the door? Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, I got to do it now. I got to do it now because it seems like such a waste of money. And it's so expensive. They and are so one expensive. of those big ones. It's a lot of money. So, yeah, but these guys... They were lighting them off and you could see the projectile go and it's like headed towards the pool that my kids are in. And then it's like, I don't know if they were like, yeah, let's show these kids, these little kids like fireworks, which is nice. But I was like, okay, but don't projectile them towards us. Like I'm good if it's at a 90 degree the other way. So it was just a little scary. But so I'm sure I'm going to have another couple of nights of really fun fireworks the old man next door was like a real grouchy old man the other way. He's like, you better stop that. My dog really? is getting mad. Be like, oh, you're in Havasu. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I think you're going to have to deal with it for the next couple of days, buddy. Yeah. I, you know what I didn't tell you, by the way? Mm-hmm. We were talking about this because my friend Lindsay was um, at the grocery store here and somebody flipped her off. No. Yes. She was wearing a mask. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and you know what? Some other lady flipped her off too here. When it, Okay. She is like. Oh my God. She, she's like nice. Like really, really nice. That's crazy. I mean, people can flip us off. No problem. But that's bananas. I think it's. Cap gets flipped off all the time. I guess actually. that's what I was going to say. So she's telling me this and I'm like, okay. You're like, yeah, that happens. I was like, it just <laughs> happened to me at the Nordstrom parking lot. Yeah. On Father's Day, when I went to go get my husband something, 
I, I'm pulling in just like minding my own damn business. And this woman in a Mercedes just flips me off. Like I'm, I don't know. And Tab doesn't even know what she did. I know you did something though. I must have done something, but I have no have. idea. Oh I didn't God. even, I would have, I would have thought if I was pulling into a parking spot that she wanted or something, but. Well, does Lindsay not know what she did to get, get the flipped? I don't think she knows in the grocery store. I can't remember that, but I do know she was pulling down her boat trailer and all the spots are pretty lined up close together. Yeah. And she's like, I was in my lines, but I'm close to her. The other lady, she's like, but I've done this for 15 years. Like I know how to do it. And the lady was like all up in arms that, um, she was, Uh, well, you know, trailer parking, boat launching. It's, it's stressful. It's yeah, stressful. it's stressful. Yeah. People take it hard. <gasps> Listen to this. I got to tell you, it's bananas around here this morning. It's 630 in the a.m., by the way. All my kids slept in my room last night. They've like worn me down lately. They've been yeah. really, really all coming in. Whatever. We're not very happy about it, but we're also weak. OK, yeah. But tide's about to turn. Because yesterday, my son Wyatt lost a tooth. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He lost a tooth. And in my house, the tooth fairy leaves it. You leave it in an envelope for the tooth fairy in the hallway. She doesn't make like bedroom appearances. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so he left his tooth there and guess what? No money. We warned him, you know, like, I don't think the tooth fairy comes if you don't sleep in your own bed. Dude. Oh, he's sleeping in his own bed tonight. Uh-uh. So Tooth Fairy didn't come. My kids were pissed. They were like, what are you talking? I'm like, it's like Santa. You have to sleep in your own bed or they don't come. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> Am I? Or I was thinking I was genius. I because mean, a little bit of both. 100% on a Friday night, all my kids are going to be sleeping in their bed. Winning. That is winning. Good job. Yeah. Hey, real quick, Gretchy Poo, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we like to give shout outs to podcasts that we like. Oh, yeah. That we're into these days. We've talked about this before. You have gone through like crazy infertility. That's how you have these two little nuggets that you have. Yes. And there is a podcast that we started listening to that's pretty funny. Um, it's called Infertile AF. So, This girl, Allie, she talks about the struggles of infertility in a really like lighthearted, I mean, sometimes deep hearted because she does these interviews and stuff, but she's fun and she's gone through her struggles. She has two kids now too. Anyways, like I thought there's probably women on listening to us that also have these struggles that could benefit from her podcast. So at the end of our episode, I'm going to play like a little promo of hers. So you guys will, will hear it, but hers is called infertile AF and it's really good by Allison Prado. Awesome. Yeah. So should we get into the episode now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Gretchen. And all you disco biscuits out there. That's right. This story comes out of a little town in Texas called Carthage. K. 
Texas, Texas, Texas. Again, can you believe it? Getting is it, up. Is it calling me? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it sits on the northeast border of Texas, just about like two hour drive from Dallas. So maybe it is calling me. All right. You can buy a nice little home for about 500K on 25 acres. Oh, on 25 acres. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or like a home that's pretty nice for just over 300,000, but you don't get the 25 acres. Oh, you live in a neighborhood like me. Well, maybe not a neighborhood like you because there's only 6,000 people in this town. Oh, okay. No, we're all smooshed up. Yeah. So we're talking tiny town. Okay. So back in 1990, there was a woman named Marjorie Nugent. Okay. You know anybody named Nugent? Like Ted Nugent? Ted Nugent. I know. So Ted Nugent lives in Austin. So I was like, is he a relative? Could be. I didn't go that far digging. Okay. But maybe possible distant Aunt Marge. Who knows? Who knows? So Marjorie went by Marge, by the way. And large Marge. Large Marge, but she was, was not she? Marge. Mm -mm. She wasn't? No. So not so large Marge lost her dear husband in 1990. And she was about 75 years old at this time. Okay? okay. She was known around town as a crotchety old bird. Okay. Goals. <laughs> you for sure. <laughs> Actually, now that I think of the story, you might actually be just like Marge. Oh, my God. You know, that is like my dream. Like, you know, I love Steel Magnolias and that Shirley MacLaine character that is like she wears overalls and oh is just a real bitch to everyone. I'm like, when can I do that? <laughs> when you're 75. OK, yeah, I'm ready. Sign me up for the haircut. I don't want to deal with this mop anymore. Oh, my God. Let it go gray. Wear the overalls and tell everyone to fuck off on a regular basis and get and get away with it. That's never going to happen to me, by the way. <laughs> I know. I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you. I'm going to be working my ass off until I'm. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of really quick, I <laughs> you guys, I love Lake Havasu and I'm not talking shit, but there are some like real characters out here. This woman, I'm not even kidding you. She was probably 75 in the grocery store yesterday. She had a banging body, but she's also 75. So like the skin is hanging everywhere, right? Yeah. She's got these short shorts on that her butt cheeks are hanging out of. And yeah, I'm not even the, kidding that's you. That's the style. Listen, it is the style when you're like 25 and she's got probably like triple D's, like big, low, some low hangers. There's no, they're not low hangers. They were oh. nice and high. Yeah. That looks kind of weird, like, right? When it's like they're done. super old. Well, that is, I'm, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying like, maybe we know someone who has some artificial boobies. Maybe some people I know. Maybe some people and like everyone we know, and they are going—they're going to have to deal with that, making them look natural when they're old because they don't look natural when you're old. I think there's a way to do it, but I also well, think there's I, a way to. I, I, I hope we find out for our friends. Yeah, I know. So I think there is, but there's okay. also a way to overextend 
And so, I mean, whoa. Okay. So anyways, back okay. to anyways. back to Story. crotchety old bird Marge. Okay. Like we just said, I think it happens to people as they age, which it's already happened to Gretchen at 42. Um, not everyone does it because I'm not going to, but Marge, what any, you know, loving wife would do is figure out a funeral for her husband. And at the funeral home, she meets this flamboyant, bubbly funeral director. He just kind of stepped right into her life. His name is Bernie Teed. And he was known by the town as like the favorite funeral director, which I think is pretty funny because his job is like when you're in your darkest, saddest moments, but maybe that's also when you need some like life in your light, light, light in your life. Yeah. So Bernie 33, super outgoing very kind. He has this way to like, please people. He was always helping people out around town. I mean, pretty nice guy. Okay. Um, he befriended Marge and Marge was like, I'll take it. You know, like I just lost my husband. I could use a little 33 year old birdie in my life. Sure. And so Marge and Bernie became inseparable. Bernie left his job at the funeral home to become Marge's full-time assistant and houseboy. Okay. You see, Marge had some cashola from the husband. He had made millions in the oil industry like so many other Texans do. Yep. I think we like missed our calling. We should have moved to Texas like early Again, Got in on that oil. Oil is yeah. good. <laughs> so Marge is rolling in the dough and Bernie knew it. But Marge didn't mind having Bernie around. And by the looks of it, Bernie didn't mind being the bitch boy because honestly, he got more than a paycheck. Marge put him through flight school, bought him a little small plane to practice on. And you know, he was making $900 a week in his paycheck from Marge, but that's not paying your bills to like be a pilot. That should No, expensive. but that doesn't suck. Especially Nine. 1990. No, I think she was, you know, I think she was paying him a, a good wage. Right. What is that? That's 18. That's like $3,600 a month. $900 yeah, a 19, week. In 1990, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So Bernie was at Marge's beck and call. He would go over to her house every morning just to make coffee. Oh, God. You have, you have a coffee boy? Yeah, his name is Wyatt. <laughs> oh, you do have a coffee boy. He makes I, me coffee. He's such a good boy. I do not have a coffee boy. You, I you keep telling you you got to train your kids. You're like, those kids of yours, they need some <laughs> chores in their life. I know. my God. Okay, so... He would pay her bills, run all of her errands, manage her finances, probably not like the large finances, but like the smaller stuff. And Marge needed Bernie because Marge also wore these like real thick glasses. She was like almost blind, you know? Mm-hmm. And Marnie, Mark, and Bernie, he didn't 
come off as a threat because Bernie was gay. Now, okay. at the time, he was not out of the closet, but okay, from all the videos that I've watched of Bernie, it is pretty damn clear the guy is gay. Okay. Yeah. Like he, okay. It's my, like Barry Manilow. Like you don't have to say it. We don't have to talk about it. We just know it. Yeah. My gaydar went off like the yeah. second, 10 seconds yeah, after I listened right. to an interview. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was like 33. Like how, how old is he? He's like more than 30 years younger than him. So I don't think there was any kind of relationship like that going on. I think that Marge was like, I love having him around. He's no threat. He pays a lot of attention to her. He pays lots of attention People, to her. She, listen, she'd been married a long time. Yeah. She's probably like, it's pretty nice to have somebody that hangs out that listens to me when I talk. Mm-hmm. I understand. I get the appeal. So I have a friend who is a dance instructor and he's also gay. Uh-huh. I know this friend. Yeah, you do. And he has all these older women. Oh, they love him. Lessons. Yes. Yeah. And one of them, she's married and Mm -hmm. she takes the husband as like, I don't want to go on your damn cruises. And so he, she takes this dance instructor all around the world on these cruises. Oh yeah, I get it. He's real fun. And husbands be like deaf and women want to be heard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. I mean, he does like dance lessons, but come on, how how much can like you dance at 80 years old? I mean, I'm going to be dancing my ass oh, off. Oh, Tab's going to be but, dancing. Okay. You know. mm-hmm. So I also think like husbands don't really care because they don't feel the threat, right? So totally. It works out. So Marge and Bernie were the same. Marge took Bernie everywhere all around the world, to Egypt, on cruises. They traveled the world for years. Fun. But things changed in 1996, like 1997, when Marge was like 80, 81 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's getting up there, right? Yeah. So Bernie's living his normal life, but Marge was not leaving the house anymore. No one actually saw Marge but Bernie. And Bernie assured everyone that she was fine. Like she's just, you know, she was sick at one point or she had a cold or whatever. He had excuses all the time why she wasn't at church and seen like she usually was. But you see, Marge didn't have friends. So nobody really gave a shit. Mm. And she did have family. But according to some reports that I read, Marge, and her late husband, before he died, had actually taken their son out of the will. And they left things to their grandkids. They had three of them. But it seems like the son and the family had like some problems. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's drastic. That is drastic. Yeah. So that was before Bernie time. So uh, as time went on, the family was very well aware of Bernie and they actually liked him. They thought he was really good for their grandma. In 1994, Marge actually changed her will to make Bernie the sole heir of her fortune. Oh, shoot. 
the family couldn't understand at this point why grandmama was cutting these grandchildren out of her will because the son's already out, right? So they well, went over there. Don't go telling them. That's so stupid. You don't tell people. Never let anybody know. Just let them know when they like go try to cash a check. Well, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, if I was leaving a whole bunch of money to somebody, I would not even want them to know that I was because then they have motivation to kill me. Well, that's true. They would, I guess. So these grandchildren, they go over to let themselves in to Marge's house and Marge sees these, her grandkids and she's like, who are you? They were like, grandma. She's like, I don't know you get out of my house. Oh, so they left the house like dumbfounded, uh, with like a real bad taste in their mouth in regards to Bernie, because all of their grandfather's pictures that were in the house were replaced by Bernie's pictures. Oh, that's weird. So I can that's imagine weird. it's like pictures of like those two together on the cruises and whatever, but yeah. it is weird. And I would have been like, what the F is going on around here? You know? Yeah. So I have two thoughts on this. Actually, the first thing that came to my mind was Richard Simmons. Oh yeah. So Richard Simmons is that eighties, you know, uh, workout guru with the crazy, like curly hair. And he's like, and one and two and three. He's sweating to the oldies. Oh yes. He's sweating to the oldies. I loved his videos. So Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's a good podcast about him because his long-term housekeeper, I think, has warped his mind and is controlling his life. Do you know this? Yeah, I know. I listen to the podcast and everything, but he has, I mean, he's come out and made a couple of public statements since then. He just doesn't want to be in the public life anymore. But you're right. I do agree that it's probably because his housekeeper is kind of controlling Yes, I think so. And he's elderly now. And so I don't know. I think there's something really weird going on. It's just that the podcast makes it sound like he's like locked in a basement or something. And I don't I don't think that is the case. I think it's just a case of mind control. Yes. So that was one of my thoughts that maybe Bernie's mind controlling Marge. And my second thought is maybe the family was not attentive at all anyways. And they're living their own life. And Marge is like, you know, she's a mean bitty anyways. And she's like, fuck them. I'm alone. She's like bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not she's like, kiss my ass or you don't get my money. That's right. But that's exactly. you know what? Here's the thing about that. I, I get that. But also that's real manipulative. And who wants to hang out with someone who's like playing them like a puppet? Like, you know, yeah, not no- giving anyone a chance to be genuine if you're holding money over their head. Nobody but Bernie, because Bernie's actually getting paid for it. Yeah. Right? Right. So since Bernie was really the only one that truly interacted with Marge, months went on before anybody was worried, like, where the F is Marge? The sheriff office was notified that Marge had been MIA and they needed to check on her. And according to two different reports, one said the family contacted the sheriff's office The other, the sheriff contacted the family, but whatever it is, they all go over 
the family and the sheriffs to go check on Marge for the wellness check, you know, and when they're in the house, the granddaughter's looking around and she notices Marge has one of those big deep freezers. I think you have one, don't you? I do. You do. Um, and there was some tape on it, which she thought was pretty odd, like taped shut. So they go and open it and to their utter surprise, there was grandma March. <gasps> Damn. Wrapped in the freezer under some food. So it didn't take long for the police to find the only person that everyone could imagine who could do this. The very person that Marge trusted the most, Bernie Teed or TD. I don't know how you say it. T-I-E-D-E. And Bernie wasn't hard to find in this tiny town because he, like I said, was still living his life like normal. And actually, uh, for the past nine months, Bernie was like a little more generous and out there than he had been. Yeah. He had been purchasing businesses for people, gave money around town, gave lots of money to the church. He helped people all over the place. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. When you're trying to hide something, it's busy. I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. It is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Business as usual. Yeah. So the police caught up with Bernie and he didn't deny that he knew what happened to Marge. Okay. He actually confessed right away. Okay. What happened? Okay. So... Bernie immediately told the police what had happened in November of 1996. Bernie said he had enough of being Marge's bitch. Yeah. Well, actually, he didn't say that that way. But basically. But basically, he basically said he didn't plan on killing her, but 
he had thought about it in the past, like how she would die. And he said one morning he just snapped at her requests. You know, I think she was probably like, get me this, get me that, do this, do that. And yeah, he was like, you know, instead of just walking away from his Amazon truck, like that one guy, he like got her gun and shot her once in the back. Oh, that's extra. Oh, what? Getting, shooting your, with your own gun? What? Yeah. I mean, gosh. Well, yeah. So, well, you know, what's extra is he only paralyzed her at first. And then he did, said he didn't want to, uh, he did not want to see her suffer. So he shot her three more times. He then, like any good funeral director would do, cleaned her up, wrapped her up. Yeah, because he's comfortable dealing with the body. Yeah. Surprised he didn't put makeup on her. Because they also did say that he was really good at that makeup stuff. No, I would think you gave Granny an an extra sedative or something. Oh, I wouldn't think you would like shoot her, you know, just give her overdose her on some pills. And then when you get caught with the body in the freezer, you're like, listen, she died of natural causes. I just wanted to keep collecting the money. And then yeah, you only true. go to prison for like five years. Okay, Gretchen, we all know that you're very good at like, <laughs> doing this kind of stuff. But that's not what Bernie did, okay? Okay, I'm just saying. So right after he puts her in the freezer, like a frozen meal, he... Oh, that's all that's in my freezer, Nutrisystem. I'm never going <laughs> to eat it. For the record, no bodies. Oh, good. Thank you. Okay. He then went about his day. He directed a play that he was involved in that night, met up with people around town, sang in the choir, lived life like normal. Now that they have Bernie in custody, he's like a cold-blooded killer. You would have thought like the former funeral director would have gone straight to the grave in everyone's mind. But you know what? The town of Carthage stood by Bernie. They're like, she was a real bitch. Yeah. In fact, so much so that the prosecutor requested for a change in venue for the trial as he thought the state wouldn't get a fair trial with the outpouring love of Bernie. That's bananas. He straight shot her. I know. I find it pretty fascinating, actually, because it's so strange. Like, he... He fucking killed her. And confessed. And confessed. And I know that he gave people money, but it was her money. Yeah. In fact, the day that he killed Marge, he wrote himself a $20,000 check. Oh, boom. And actually, Marge had a meeting at the bankers the very next day after her murder which she wouldn't show up to, obviously. And they think maybe Bernie knew that she would find out that he was actually stealing money from her prior to her death. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So that's like the logical thing for me, I think, is what probably happened. So all these people in the town saw Bernie so differently, so much so that a movie was made after Bernie. Guess what it's called? What? Bernie. (laughs) It's played by Jack Black. Okay, listen. I thought this sounded a little familiar. I think I've seen this movie. I have seen this movie. It's all coming back to me now. (laughs) Okay. This is a good movie. It is? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I mean, if you're like, 
a little twisted like me. It's a good movie. I remember he wears like a, you know, I love Jack Black. He wears oh like God. this like I white. I he wears like this white suit, and he's oh yeah, he's killing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I thought that I can't Jack believe Black you didn't watch be... the movie. Oh, I'll watch it. I mean, so in this movie, Marge is portrayed as like this abusive woman to this gentle idiot. Mm-hmm. Jack Black p- plays. Bernie, which he pretty much looks just like Bernie. Oh. And Marge is played by Shirley MacLaine, I think, and Matthew McConaughey, which is actually so fucking funny. Trifecta of people I love. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that so crazy? Yeah. So you are going to be just like Marge. I was like, when you were saying about the the funeral director and everything, I was like, dude, are we dumb? Have we done this case before? Something about this sounds like familiar. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't think so. But that now that that makes sense. Yeah. I've seen the so, movie. You've seen the movie. I don't know if the movie is like actually like, you know, I mean, it's based on a true story, but they Never. really, I think they really, I liked it. They really made, you know, Bernie out to be the good guy in here. And I just think that Bernie maybe isn't the good guy. Just saying. Okay. Tab's ruthless. Listen, well, you can't you listen. Yeah, I know you can't go killing people and stealing all their money <laughs> and stealing all their and stealing all their money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. So Bernie was sentenced to life in prison. Okay. Oh. And after he was sentenced to life in prison is when they made this movie. And because I'm telling you, like people freaking loved him. And so the movie direct or the guy that like produced the movie was like, what the hell? Like, what is going on with this guy? Why is everybody liking him? Cause it is pretty strange. And then he approached Jack Black and they were like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So anyways, Upon the screening of the movie, a defense attorney was like, this doesn't seem right. Like, I think that Bernie shouldn't have got life in prison. So she is a pretty big badass and appeals Bernie's conviction. And they won an appeal for his sentencing. Okay. And upon like learning more about Bernie, this defense attorney, she finds out that Bernie has some like misfortunes in his past. So he was sexually abused by his uncle when he was a kid. His mother died when he was really young and his father was an abusive alcoholic who also died when he was just 15. So he didn't have the best upbringing. Yeah, lots of people don't. But, if everybody could get away with murder that had a fucked up childhood, there would be no one left on earth. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I'm not going around killing people because, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Bernie actually was let out of prison in 2014 on bail. No way. Just on bail to wait just his second bail. trial. So he was okay. out for two years. So. 
the town was ecstatic. They were like, oh my God, Bernie set free, you know? And the second attorney also, she found an expert psychiatrist that said basically that Bernie from his trauma from his past had a disassociative episode on the day he murdered Marge, which means that you don't actually have control of what your body's doing. It's like an out of body experience. And they claim that the abuse he got from Marge was similar to the abuse in his past, which caused him to kill her without really even knowing it. Okay. I mean, I, I, I hear that argument. I mean, I don't think it means you shouldn't pay a price for what you did, but I can see how you could, I mean, people disassociate when they have a early trauma. Mm-hmm. I could see. So the second trial was under underway and Marge's family was furious. They couldn't stand the Jack Black movie. They were like, Grandmama was not the crazy total abusive rich tyrant that you made her out to be. And they believe Bernie was a loon taking advantage of their grandma. So the new trial went on. And while the defense had a good case, like you just said, and they brought dozens of witnesses to say how nice and honest and lovely Bernie was. It still didn't do the account for the millions of dollars that Bernie had taken from Marge over the years. Right. And the thousands of dollars in checks that he was writing to himself whenever he pleased. So the defense to that was, this is their, like the defense was like, Oh, Marge didn't care. Like he would, she was just letting Bernie do whatever she, he wanted with her money. And Marge didn't care about it, which I just don't believe like that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, someone who is like, cutting their children, grandchildren out of the will. She cares about where her money is going. That's right. So the jury didn't buy it. And so they upheld his sentence to 99 to life. And Bernie's actually going to be up for parole in 2029, which is only nine more years. Okay. And I think he'll get it. Because yeah, I think he'll get it too. He's not like a dangerous threat. He's he is super remorseful. I mean, he's cried about it. He's very emotional and outwardly expressive, which also he's an act, he's in, you know, plays and an actor. So sometimes I'm like, I, you know, maybe he's good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I do think that Marge was a wicked woman who was not liked by even her family. Her sisters actually testified that she was abusive and an awful person. And they lived in the town and they didn't even talk to their sister. She seemed callous and bad, like a bad woman, but I'm sure Bernie did endure some times where he had to listen to her rant, yell and be a big old bitch. But I think he liked the life of luxury that he was leading with her. And I don't know if it's right, but I know there was a choice and what is not a choice is to kill somebody. So the other thing, I also see her grandchildren painting her as a saint, which is, I don't think what she was, but yeah, 
I think it's because they also want in on the fortune. Oh, completely. That's true. But I'm sure that she would, I'm sure the truth is, you know, somewhere in the middle. But I can see where Bernie would be if he had this, you know, he was abused as a child or whatever, you know, often people that suffer a lot of abuse like that are drawn to -hmm. abusers. I mean, we see it all the time. Yes. With women, you know. Yeah. Repeat. They repeat the cycle. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, she was and it triggered him. Yeah. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that, too. I think he was taking the abuse from her. Then he's like, fuck it. I have access to all this shit. I'll just start writing my own checks. And and he was doing nice things. Right. He wasn't just like going buying Ferraris and stuff. He was right donating to charity and doing things that helped people, which probably made him feel good on the inside. And, and so many reports are like, he, he just aimed to please people. But you also see that in a lot of people that are abused, like all they want is somebody to like, just be like, you're the best person ever. Yeah. And, um, can't kill her. (laughs) No, but you can't kill her. No, 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 no. That's just not okay. So let me just show you a quick picture. Yeah. Um, Let me share my screen with you. Okay. So there right here is the real Bernie and Marge. Oh yeah. And then you see this one. Where'd it go? This one on here. So oh my there's gosh. the the real perfectly like, cast. It oh, is yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, Shirley's like a lot prettier than Marge was at that time, but um, but that cruise picture right here is just like amazing. It is amazing, and Jack Black has that mustache like Bernie did. So, um, and now this is him now. But I think he's going to be, I think, 70 when he's up for parole. Oh, but he's going to come off like a real delight at the um, parole hearing. Oh, mm -hmm. they're going to let him out. I think they're going to let him out, too. I think they will because he's already spent. He's got that look. I'd let him out. He's would already have spent over 30 years in prison. So, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um. So that's the case of Bernie TD. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you would like it, especially yeah. since your two favorites. I knew you would like Jack Black. I was like, she probably even thinks he's cute. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably do him, but I don't think that oh. he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, you know, but he's, I just, I just love his personality. Mostly I would say Mm -hmm. Nacho Libre. I mean, that is like one of my top five movies. I mean, that movie is on fleek. You are too much. If, oh my gosh, I try to get my kids to watch that movie. I'm like, this is genius on film right now. Watch, you know, Bernie actually, when he was out on prison, out from prison for two years, he lived in Austin, Texas mm-hmm. at, I think the attorney's like 
extra house or something, which is kind of like, again, you're just fucking taking from people. I just saw a man outside the window here. Oh, creeps. Creeps. What is he doing? Listening to my podcast? Mm. Like, and I'm sitting right by the window. Hopefully it was my husband. I, I can't see. But <laughs> you can't tell. I can't tell. You see these like blinds. I can just see like yeah. a, a silhouette. It's so weird. Well, all this talk of the Golden State Killer. All you got to say is man in the window. Oh, right. Ugh. That's what they call the podcast about him. I hate it. So creeps. I that did guy, listen to the podcast, but it's a little boring. Uh, I listened to it on a long drive. It's definitely one of those where you have to like focus because it's not so entertaining. Like you have to. I thought it was good. Oh, let me tell you what I did on my drive. Yeah, what? I watched almost all of Little Fires Everywhere. Is that what oh. it's called? Have you watched it yet? No, I have not. With... um. Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Okay. Okay. I don't have Hulu. Oh, you don't? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, I also watched the first episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Yeah. Everybody's talking about that. It's not Unsolved Mysteries. Like, like the, the old guy show. that I used to stay up <laughs> yeah. and watch. No. Yeah. It's not. It's like... Um, they are, they are unsolved, but this first case that I watched is pretty interesting. You got, you, you should watch it. Well, that show was definitely my jam originally, but now I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't I know like you, the unsolved part. I like solved. I know, but you How about kind of, solved mysteries. You kind of want to solve this one or maybe you don't, because I think there's some underground society shit going on that well, kind of creeps me out. Well, let me tell you what I've been watching for the last two weeks. Watching, reading, listening. Waco. All Waco. All Waco all the time. It's all I want to talk about. It's all I I mean. So it's going to be on our um, our bonus content on Patreon. It's going to be long and uh, really inundated myself with. Waco. So much so that she has friended some survivors. That's how crazy Gretchen is. I don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> I, I don't you. think I'm crazy. <laughs> you think that, listen, Pete, I don't, I feel like I know them because oh I have read their books, you know, seen all their interviews. Oh, oh, really? Is that crazy? Because people friend me on Facebook that only listen to me on the podcast. And I don't think they're crazy. I think they're yeah, because we're nice. friends. I think with them. I think that they are like, oh, I feel like I know her. We could be friends. Well, because we. So are I think these. Our... I think these survivors probably think the same way. They look at my profile picture and they think, oh, she looks like nice, and she probably, you know, thinks she clearly she has good taste because she thinks I'm real nice. Oh well, I think that, bitch. <laughs> no, I think that <laughs> our friends on Facebook, on Housewives are our friends. Like they become our friends. Yeah, I know. Because we interact. By the way, oh my God, if you're not you on guys. our Facebook group, that's where it is at because we do interact. I think I, I've joined other groups, by the way. And they're and, lame. And the hosts don't interact. I know. And it's like, it's like what's the fucking point of stupid. that? Yeah, that's stupid. Um, And 
they all called you out for being a running shoe snob today. That gave me great pleasure this morning when I woke up. You guys, on our bonus (laughs) episode, I made fun of Brooke's shoes. I got called out. Mm -hmm. Even by Ailish. I know. But (laughs) by the way, I still am not going to buy Brooke's shoes. Of course. But you can. But I can. She gives me permission to. Yeah. So let me give a couple shout outs. Hopefully these people are also on our Facebook group. We also have Instagram, but it's, um, but really if you guys want to like be friends with us, the Housewives of True Crime Facebook group is there. It's great. And I'm, what I'm saying is jump on Patreon. That's where it's on. That is where it's on. You got, you got some really good stuff there. Okay. Um, okay. So this, uh, a Faulkner, she says guilty pleasure. Oh, so nice. Thanks. Clink, clink. Hockey I think that person's name is probably Anna Faulkner. See, I do know these people that are on the group. Oh, I, yeah. They comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's up? What's up? How about Hockey378879? You know that one? I don't know who that is. <laughs> True Crime Fun. Love your storytelling. Funny side notes. Thanks so much. Oh, oh, hey, Heather Fairchild. H Fairchild. Do I oh, know that? Heather Fairchild. Yeah, and we're friends with her officially. Um. She says, eat a dick, Chrissy. One hundred percent. I think like we should change Karen to Chrissy. I think we should have a yeah, we should have shirts that just say eat a dick, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not a Chrissy. <laughs> or, you know, they posted in the group a picture of bananas on sale and it, and it said yellow tree dicks. So maybe it should just be like eat uh and then a banana, but we all know that means dick. That's a, Chrissy. That is a it's like good an inside idea. joke. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're not offending like the moms that you're like school. the children. Or yeah, you can kids. wear it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eat a banana, Chrissy. Um, Dick Brand, he gives us five stars. Thanks so much. Um, freaking tired. Did we already do that one? Yeah, we did. No, we did. So you guys, thank you so much for your reviews. We are trying to get a couple more. So if you haven't yet done one, please, please, please do. We want to get to a thousand soon. That would be like our next goal. Oh, okay. We have over a thousand people on our Facebook. So I don't think we do yet. We do, I think. And we didn't even mark the occasion. You better check right now. (laughs) I'll check right now. We have on our Housewives of True Crime regular page, Gretchy, 1,560. Okay. But on our group, we only have 934 members. Okay. So 70 of you guys, if you're Facebook people, come on over. Also, we also have the Housewives of True Crime keto group, which if you want to jump on the bandwagon of... Yeah, I've got some stuff to post today. I found some treasures. Eating in a lower carb diet or just want some or people to... you just want to bitch about it. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, we're here to support you in uh-huh. your weight journey. Journey. Uh-huh. Whatever it may be. Uh-huh. And uh, Gretchen will buy her Brooks shoes tomorrow. I can't. I'm a, we're on lockdown again. I need to go to a, apparently I need to go to a store and get fitted. I already bought cheap shoes though. Okay. Well, you know, don't break your ankle. 
Okay. So clink, clink. We didn't talk about what we were drinking, but it's 630 in the morning. So we're both drinking, drinking coffee. coffee. So. Yeah, we're drinking coffee. Yeah, okay. But I did bring, guess what I bought? Yeah. For Havasu today. They have watermelon Perrier now that is zero calorie, zero. Like they used to have one that you put like they put sugar in. This one is not watermelon flavor you know i live for the flavored bubble waters now i just buy that bubbly brand or whatever because when you're eating low carb you don't get like fruit in your life and so it kind of like fills that need like i need some refreshing fruity thing i know the watermelon i was like oh i can't eat watermelon but you know what i can do i can drink a watermelon drink booyah so that's what I'm doing. Cool tip. All right, clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>